Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Real Positive Girl podcast with me, Sabrina. This is the show that will help you become your best self. And today we're talking about why are you so busy? Staying busy to feel worthy and accepted. But before we jump into that topic, as always, I want to invite you to come say hi to me on social media. I am at Sabrina Joy Perozo on both Instagram and TikTok. So I look forward to getting to know you over there. You're also welcome to send me an email at realpositivegirlpodcast at gmail.com. I try to check that email every week or every other week. So if you have any questions, comments, concerns, prayer requests, feedback, topic suggestions, anything that you would like to share with me or ask me or talk about, I will be there to answer that. If you do have a topic suggestion, but you would rather submit it anonymously, if you look down into the show notes. There is a link for that. So you can fill out a form and I will not know it's you, but you can still submit your topic suggestion. The other anonymous form that you can access via the show notes below is if you need to vent, if you just have all of these uh, feelings and emotions just bubbling up and you don't have someone that is like emotionally available in your life to listen to you vent, or do you just don't have anyone that you feel safe with, then you can go ahead and fill out that form, like vent and just get it off your chest so you're able to move forward in life. And usually like once a week, I will go and look and see who has submitted their venting session, just pray over it and then move on. Because again, it's anonymous. I will never know who has submitted those things. Also in the show notes below, you can sign up for the weekly newsletter that comes out every Wednesday evening, as well as RSVP for the Emotional Reflection Planner, which is now known as Emotions Every Day. That's what's going to be called. There's like a um, a URL and everything um, connected to that. So if you want to RSVP though, to get more information on the planner, which on Monday, <laughs> I will be sending out more information and going uh, talking about when I believe it's going to be here and getting the pre-sale set up and everything. So if you click the link in the show notes below, you're able to just RSVP, which is not you committing with any money or anything. It's really just you saying, hey, I would like more information and like to know when this will be available for sale. Um, There are so many things available for you in the show notes below. So check all of that out. Also, if you want to get sneak peeks of the planner that aren't currently on my website, please come check out my stories and Instagram. I'm like sharing sneak peeks every other day. And the newest thing that I know that announcements are going a little bit long, but I did want to mention, if you look in the show notes below, I have created a way for us to, I guess, kind of text back and forth. It's new to me. So we'll try it out and it's free. And I think it's, I think it's anonymous too. Like I won't necessarily know your phone number or anything. Um, But it's a way for you to send me a message and for me, for you to opt in and me send you messages. Like if I just wanted to let you know a podcast episode came out or send you like a motivational quote or just something super encouraging, uh, you can sign up for that. So there's details on that too. But let's go ahead and just jump in to today's episode, which again is, why are you so busy? Staying busy to feel worthy and accepted. So I used to be the queen of staying busy, literally. I think my husband would totally agree with that. Like he would have no qualms with agreeing with that. And I think a lot of people that I spent a lot of time with back in, I don't know, this is probably like eight, nine years ago, uh, maybe 10 years ago. No, not that far. I would say nine, nine years ago would agree with what I'm saying. Uh, I was just, I was busy. I was busy, busy, busy. I would pack my schedule so full that taking a moment to breathe had to be scheduled in. It just, it was a lot. And I know that sounds dramatic because it is, because that's who I am, but it's true. I kept myself 
so super busy because I felt like I needed to be busy. I would tell you, I would look at my schedule and be like, oh, wow, I actually have like an hour packed in here. Great. Let's find something to do and be involved in. Or if a, a thing that I did on the regular, whether it's like weekly or biweekly and that like, you know, went away for whatever reason, I'm like, okay, immediately let's figure out what we need to do to fill that slot because every slot needs to be full with things that I needed to do. And, you know, if I was able to tell others that I was doing this or that or whatever it is, it just sounded like I had a full life. And at that time, we didn't actually have like a ton of money. We had we had decent money. Uh, we were continuing to like work our way up into, you know, ha- uh, being able to have a different lifestyle and, and afford different things and not feel like we were scrounging by, which is fine. And we learned so much of that season of life and life was up and down. So we definitely experienced, still experience up and downs just in different ways. But yeah, so, you know, we didn't have a ton of money, but we still like lived our lives and had fun. And, and, but I wanted to like, you know, people to be like, oh my gosh, you had a full life and, and you have a full, like everything is just, you're just so needed. You know, it, it also made me feel like I was really important because I had so much to do and so much expected of me because I was committed to so many things. I was committed to things with my daughter's school and with church and I had a job and help like doing all my motherly, wifely things around the house, um, actually spending time with friends reading books, you know, working out. Um, oh, I was running out. Yeah. At that time, I was also doing my side hustle of um, uh, baking. You know, I, I would sell cupcakes and cakes and wedding cakes and cookies and, you know, I would cater different events. And yeah, I was doing it all. I was trying to do every single thing. And anytime I think about that time in my life, I also reflect back on when I was in high school. Because in high school, it was a similar thing where I was involved in everything. I was involved in so many clubs and had so many friends and I did a lot of activities. I remember I was in the drama debate and forensics team, which like does uh, debate and uh, forensics, like, you know, cross-examining and then also drama where you would actually do different uh, skits and whether you're doing like a duo or a duet, which is a duo is like, you're not looking at each other, but you're still in a scene together when you're a duet, you're actually doing together and, and different things. And so as I did that, I was, I did like Spanish club. I was in um, band and I was in choir and I was in theater and I did all these things and I had a job when I could get a job. And I just, I, I kept myself so full and I knew back then in high school, why I got myself so busy. But I didn't really take enough time to reflect deeply on why I kept myself busy in this period that I'm talking about like nine years ago. Um, But yeah, so I just, uh, it just made me feel so really important because, you know, I had so much to do and so much expected of me because I was committed to so many things. And I got the reaction that I wanted from people right? I, people were like, oh my gosh, you're so busy. You're so full. Let me try to get on your calendar. Let me try to be a part of like what you're doing, yada, yada, yada. And, and that's what I wanted, you know? And, you know, I say I didn't like deeply think about the reasons, like I knew what I was doing, but it was like, I didn't really, really take time to emotionally deeply think about it until after it all fell apart. (laughs) Uh, but I knew I, that's the reaction I wanted from people. I wanted people to be like, so like awestruck, like, oh my gosh, you're so busy. But that didn't last long 
yeah, that that whole thing didn't last too long because I eventually had I had a mental breakdown. And I'm not being dramatic here. I, I did. And it all fell apart and it all went away. And some nasty things happened and to me and just my mindset and hurting myself and all of these things. It all fell apart, like literally. And I had to take like 10, 20 million steps back and figure out my life. And I'm sure I'm not the first to experience this. Absolutely not. You know, I'm not the first to keep myself busy to feel alive and fulfilled and like I'm worth something because I have things to do, right? It's like, it feels so good to be like, yeah, I have things to do. <laughs> uh, but I'm, I'm not the first one to feel that way, you know? Uh, many people keep themselves like booked and busy to fill that emptiness, that void, that longing to be worthy to others because it's impressive to other people when you have so much to do and you're managing it well, right? It's like a skill. And, you know, we want to feel important and in demand. And people like are trying to book with us and get on our schedule and be friends with us and spend time with us because they're like, oh, wow, like, you know, she has so many things. Let me try to, you know, get involved in her life. She must be amazing, right? That's at least how I thought about it in my mind for me. Uh, But yeah, so we want to feel important and in demand when really if we examine who we really are and all that we do, we would see we are worthy just being alive and who we are. And we don't actually need to like overcompensate to be worthy to others. We don't, but it's hard to see that. It's hard to accept that because it seems too easy, right? When things seem too, too easy and just to like right there, it's like, no. That couldn't be it. That couldn't be it. That couldn't be the answer, but it is. A lot of times it is. And, you know, just as I mentioned in my personal experience, you know, of like, you know, this period nine years ago where I was just busy, 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 um, and then everything fell apart. <laughs> if you stay too busy for too long, you could increase feelings of like anxiety and stress, which could then lead to burnout, which I feel like is just another, you know, similar yet different experience of what I've dealt with, you know, with my like mental breakdown, but also burnout. Very, you know, it's it's kind of similar. But sometimes staying busy can be a result of first being restless, right? So it's not necessarily like, oh, let's just get super busy. It's like, oh no, something else is the catalyst to kind of lead us down that path to decide to be overly busy. And, you know, your anxiety could already be high, leading to you having restlessness and just, you know, you got to do something, which then leads to staying busy because you're like, okay, what can we do? You know, and um, one of the examples that I read online was talking about how, you know, if everyone's like asleep in the middle of the night and you're up doing stuff, you're up cleaning your kitchen, you're up like rearranging the books on your shelves, you are up like sewing that button on that jacket that you forgot to do two years ago. You were staying busy. Even when you are exhausted and you're tired and you're done, you're like, no, we got to keep going. We got to do it because you feel like you have to do something. Like it's an internal feeling of like, I have to. This is not a choice. This is just what has to be done for everything to be like balanced in like in this perfect rhythm that we desire. You know, and high anxiety 
can cause your body to be in a constant state of fight or flight, um, even without imminent danger. So basically that just means that it just gets stuck. It's like, you know, when you try to turn something, it's like, oh, it's stuck. It's just not coming off. And that's what happens if you're just experiencing high anxiety. It can just get you stuck in that constant state of fight or flight. So you end up doing the most, like all of this stuff, for no real reason because there's no actual imminent danger that you are protecting yourself from. And that sucks. And that's how you can like end up in a slew of problems. And I feel like that's part of the reason why I got really sick and my body just kind of like decided to turn on me and I had so many problems. And I was just in a constant state of high anxiety and fight or flight. So it's tough. It's tough. It's either you like on purpose are being busy or you're experiencing high anxiety, going to restlessness, going to busyness. And staying busy can even be seen as like a coping mechanism, which we've talked about before. There are positive coping mechanisms and there are negative coping mechanisms because, you know, if you're dealing with a situation, a negative coping mechanism could be to just go, you know, get drunk. And that would be a negative one. A positive one would be, okay, I'm going to spend time with people that care about me and that uh, invest into me and I can invest into them. That would be a positive coping mechanism. Or a more classic one would be, okay, well, I'm going to go work out. I'm going to go for a walk. You know, I'm going to go like, you know, I don't know, sit at the hot tub at the gym or something like that. That could be a coping mechanism to the stress and the problems that you're dealing with rather than, you know, getting drunk, um, taking drugs, and involving yourself in unsafe, like, sexual relations, those kind of things, like hurting yourself and not doing something to help yourself. But staying busy can be seen as, like, a positive coping mechanism. You know, you keep your schedule so full so you don't have time to think about any problems that need to be solved or any emotions that need to be unpacked or any personal growth that needs attention. Because staying busy is your way of hiding from all of those things and even more that I don't have time to mention. And when I said that, you know, staying busy can be seen as a positive coping mechanism, it's not. It's not a positive one. It's just, it's, you probably could classify it as negative for sure, but a lot of people will see it as a positive coping mechanism because it doesn't seem like you're actually actively doing anything to harm or hurt yourself or put yourself in danger or to pull yourself away from actually getting to the root of problems and solving things and, you know, like kind of like doing the right thing to figure everything out. But it's not. I feel like it's an illusion. It's an illusion that it's like, okay, this is like a positive coping mechanism because it's not as bad as everything else. And that's a dangerous game you can play. Like small tangent, it's a dangerous game for you to compare one thing at, to a lot of other like really harsh things and be like, well, this isn't as bad because it's not as bad as those things. That's a terrible way to compare things because you're still getting yourself entrapped in something that is not positive at all whatsoever. So you can't, you know, cherry pick your decisions and what you do with your life based on the fact that this bad thing isn't as bad as other bad things, so it must be okay. Like that math doesn't work out. That math, it don't math. <laughs> it doesn't. So just keep that in mind. But yeah, so some people see it as a coping mechanism because you are hiding from everything that you actually need to do and work on. 
And, you know, I have like, it's not necessarily going to be like tips today. It's going to be like in-depth understanding of yourself of what the list I'm going to give you. But before we jump into that, I do want to address the idea that staying busy can help keep your mind healthy. If you go online, you say like, staying busy is healthy. Like you will find several places that will note that if you are older, sometimes it'll uh, note it as like denote it as if you're like 50 or older, it's helpful for you to stay busy because you don't keep your mind busy. And I know this is a common suggestion for those elderly people and, you know, can see how this would be helpful for their minds at that age. It's the idea that you are still challenging your brain despite everything else feeling like it's slowing down. Sometimes, well, from what I've been told in the research that I've read, obviously I am only 37, so I don't and I don't understand this on a personal level, but from what I know, you like your body starts slowing down and you're not able to do as much as you did before. Sometimes it just it varies from person to person because I've seen like 90-year-old ladies be doing like crazy speed walking in like marathons. And then others, you know, just spending a lot of time sitting and chilling and reading books and watching Will Fortune or like whatever you're gonna do. That's what my great grandma did. <laughs> she sat in her chair, smoked a cigarette, ate black and toast while she watched, price is right. And I don't think it was Will of Fortune or Jeopardy, because those came out later, like at nighttime. But it was Price is Right and whatever other show was on around that show. Could have been like Matlock or something. I don't know. I don't quite remember exactly. Regardless, so like it's it's just going to be different depending upon who you are and how your body is doing. But they'll say that it's it's important to keep your brain challenged and functioning. So by involving yourself in different things, this could help it continue to stay active. Or there are studies that show that those that stay busy are happier and that there's like no determinate age group for that, just just anyone in general. But those studies are more about doing something rather than doing nothing. So the comparison is like, yeah, you're to stay busy, meaning you're just going to involve yourself in like an activity or two, as opposed to doing nothing at all. Like literally just like getting up, going to work, coming home, or like if you work from home and, and then that's it. That's your day. Nothing else. <laughs> so that's like the studies are more talking about that, like where you actually just, you're doing something versus doing nothing, right? And you're not overcommitting. And I agree with both of these because neither is a type of busyness that I am speaking about here. The type of busyness I am talking about is the kind that is done for the wrong reasons, whether you realize it in the moment or not, but I'm going to tell you that deep down, you knew the reasons. You did. You knew them. You may not want to admit that to yourself. That's fine. That's on you. That's on you to decide when you want to do that. But also, the quicker you come to being honest with yourself about everything, the easier you'll be able to grow and change and, you know, really understand yourself better, what your motives are, what your just drives and desires are, and, and, and the reason you may react to some things and respond to others, all of that. Self-awareness to the max. So, but yeah, it, the type of business that I, I'm talking about is doing it for the wrong reasons because you can, you can genuinely be busy and it's not an issue. Like I have people in my life that are just busy. 
right? They got, they got a bunch of kids. They got a van full of kids. <laughs> they got to do all the things. They work. They got side projects. All those kids, uh, besides just going to school, doing all the activities, got to take those kids out on the weekend to get some exercise out. If you don't have a yard, find something free to do. <laughs> like they got things to do, right? And, you know, maybe you work multiple jobs. That's why you're busy. Or you do volunteer work because you truly actually enjoy it. That all makes sense. Like you're just genuinely busy. And those activities can even foster happiness because you're not doing it for a payout at the end. And yes, you might be like, well, I'm not doing it for a payout at the end. I don't mean like literally a payout, literally cash, money, make it rain. I mean like the payout of even people paying attention to you and loving you and sharing that information and looking up to you and all of that stuff. That's still a payout. That's still a payout. So I, it's, it's, it's hard for me to believe that people would go about being busy for the wrong reasons and not know and be that naive. But I definitely think it could happen. I think it's hard and I don't think that everyone's going to come under that umbrella of reasoning for why you did it this way. And that's fine because there doesn't need to be any shame in it. Like you can just straight up be like, yeah, I knew. I knew. I knew what I was doing. Like me. I knew what I was doing. I knew what I was doing in high school, why I got so busy on purpose, and I knew it in this example nine years ago. I knew it. I knew it. You know, may not have fully admitted to myself then, but I knew. I knew what I was doing. So if you're honest with yourself, you'll know when you're busy because you got stuff to do, like for real, for reals, and when you're staying busy on purpose. You know, this is different from you being like, yeah, I got to go grocery shopping and I got to go to three different grocery stores. I know I'm not the only one. Okay. okay? <laughs> and I got to do some like Amazon returns and I got to, you know, drop something off at a friend's house and then, you know, donate some stuff to Goodwill, get the car washed, oil change. Like that's a busy day. And that is a genuine, like normal, you got stuff to do. Let's just slate it all in one or two days over the weekend and get it done. And not have to think about it for like, I don't know, however many months later. But there's a difference between being busy because you got stuff to do and when you're staying busy on purpose with the intent to get something at the end. And when you're engaging in the latter, which is staying busy on purpose, I want you to question yourself to better understand your purpose for doing so to get to the root of the issue. Because you, this will not go away unless you understand why and then you get to that actual root of the issue to better understand it. You can't change anything if you're not at the root to actually make a full-on like change and shift in how it's going to be watered and planted and fed or full-on transplant. You cannot. I promise you. It's a lot harder if you don't. So... Today, I'm going to ask you a question. Why are you staying busy? I have five, well, I mean, I know there's more, but I have five answers that I believe that you might give. And I think this will help you to, again, just determine why. Why are you staying busy? You need to be honest with yourself. You need to be like, why am I doing this? And, you know, later, not today. (laughs) 
but in another episode or, you know, on one of the socials, if you would like, you have to let me know, reach out to me, let me know. If you would like to know how to let go of being busy on purpose and focus more on how to, you know, actually take care of these emotional things, take care of these reasons for why you are staying busy. You know, what's the reason? So again, I'm going to ask you this question. Why are you staying busy? And I have five potential answers that you might relate with. And as always, before I begin the list, this is all based on my own research experience and the experience of other people that I'm allowed to share. If you feel like none of this information relates to you and it doesn't, it doesn't like hit the mark for you, please talk more to like a counselor or a therapist and really have that one-on-one conversation with them and see where if you can, you know, come to some sort of discover of like what would fit you better or go to your best friend, Google, and type in, um, why am I always staying busy? And you can like flow through the information and knowledge that comes up on the interwebs. So let's go ahead and dive in. Why are you staying busy? Number one possibility and not in any order. It's just the list. The first possibility is because you need the distraction from other things in your life. And we briefly touched on this. Sometimes we just need a distraction to not allow us to think about the pain and misery and tough emotions that, you know, need their time in place and need to be honored and dealt with really, but we don't want to deal with that because it's hard and it takes a lot of time and a lot of effort and often involves vulnerability. We don't want to have any part of that. So we decide, okay, well, we'll just, uh, you know, we'll have a distraction. We'll stay busy. So, or something tragic has happened. You just don't know. You don't know what to do. You don't know how to cope with it happening. Yeah, you uh, you stay busy. And I did that after my mom died. I was in eighth grade and I was 13 years old. She died and I mourned for a little bit, but it was a weird situation that we won't go into. So I decided to jump into activities and be busy and try not to dwell on it too much when in reality I needed extra time to grieve and understand how I was feeling and and all the things when someone passes away or, or whatever. But I didn't. I was like, no, I got to stay busy. I got to have a strong face for everyone else that's missing my mom and let them know that it's going to be okay, right? It's a lot of responsibility for a 13-year-old to take on their shoulders. I would see more of it as like a burden, but, you know, it's, it's what I chose and it's what I did. And so if you're in a situation like that, or you're dealing with other emotions and you're like, no, I need a distraction. I need to do something that's not going to allow me to think of what I'm going through or what I'm dealing with, so I'm going to stay busy. So maybe that is for you. Maybe that's it. And if that's it, then you need to dive a little bit deeper into why you need that distraction, why you don't want to face those things, and who can help you do that? Who can help you progress forward in doing that so that you don't do it again in the future, right? Next time something happens and don't feel the need to avoid things and just deal with it as they come. 
So consider that. Why are you staying busy? The second answer is because it makes you feel important and respected. Yes, I get it. I've been there. I told you the story. It makes you feel good. You're like, oh my gosh, they asked me to do this. And I said, yes, of course. I can't say no. If I say no, they might be offended. No, you feel important. You feel respected. You're like, yeah, I have things to do. It feels good to say that. Oh, I, someone's like, oh, hey, do you want to go do this? No, I have things to do. No, I'm busy. Or they're like, okay, well, when can we schedule time in to hang out? Okay, well, maybe like in two weeks. And they're like, really? I'm like, yep, I'm just that busy. (laughs) And it sounds so silly and ludicrous when I say it out loud, but it's true. It's like, and that's how I felt. And I'm sure that's how other people feel. And it's just like, yeah, I feel really important. I feel really respected. I feel like people actually are like, oh, wow. You know, like, wow, she's, 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 she's living her life, her best life. Wow. Hats off to her. And that's why you stay busy. Even if you don't enjoy everything you're doing, even if you feel like you are slowly burning out and it's taking over your life and it's not fun, it's too much. Maybe it's costing too much time, money, you know, too much brain power, too many, too much like, you know, emotions, understanding, caring that you don't really have for what it is. Yet you're too invested in feeling important and feeling respected by others. That validation is top notch for you. So maybe that's it. Why are you staying busy? Here's the third option. Because you're a people pleaser and feeling and feel guilty about not doing enough. Now, this is me sometimes, but I feel like I've 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 I have been working on not being a piece of people pleaser so much. I don't struggle with this as much anymore, but it definitely used to be like one of those things where it's like, well, of course they asked me to do something and I'm going to do it. I can't possibly say no because I would feel guilty about saying no. And then also, even when I say yes to all these things, I'm like, am I actually doing enough? And so you feel guilty about that. And so you take on more and more and more and, uh, you know, at some point you'll realize, wow, it's just like overflowing. There's too many things. Before you know it, you're like, you're double booking things. And it's, it's just, it's, it's getting out of hand. It's getting to be too much. So yeah, maybe you're busy because you're a people pleaser. You can't say no. You struggle saying no and putting yourself first, you know, and feel guilty that you're not doing enough for people in your life, despite the fact that they are probably not doing anything for you or they're doing the minimum, the bare minimum, maybe who knows? Maybe they're doing a lot. But you still feel like you feel like you have to do more. I don't know. Why are you staying busy? This is the fourth out of the fifth one. Why are you staying busy? Because you only get validation, praise, and appreciation when you're helping others. I feel like this is very similar to number two where it's talking about because you feel important and respected. Also, because you get validation, praise, appreciation. This was definitely me too. That validation of like, yeah, you're amazing. You're important. Oh my goodness. It's kind of addictive as well as getting praise of like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you're doing all of this and you're managing it all so well. You're amazing. I look up to you. You're my new role model. You're awesome. That feels good too. Or the appreciation of like, I'm so glad that you were able to come help us through this, that, and the other, and then make time in your busy day to be there for us. It's all very addictive. It's all very like, it traps you in where you're like, I can't possibly do less because I will get this a lot less or people will, you know, 
feel betrayed or, you know, miss me or I will cause this big gaping hole in the whole system. And what will they do without me? It's like the true question of like, what would they do without me? And to be honest, they'll probably be fine in whatever it is. Uh, they'll, they'll figure it out. They'll make do. Everyone does. But you want that validation. It feels good. Especially when you're not seeking it and people are just giving it to you. It's like, oh, right? Like you're not like seeking it like you're having to ask people for it. People are just giving it to you. And then it's like, oh, I need this always. Praise, good. Appreciation, yeah. So maybe you are staying busy because you need all of those things. You're addicted to getting all those things from other people when you don't need it, but you feel like you need it because it makes you feel good because you haven't figured out other things that make you feel good that don't require the manipulation and desire from other people. Here's our last one. Why are you staying busy? Because you're afraid you'll miss out on something if you're not involved. It's your classic FOMO, fear of missing out. So maybe you are busy because you can't say no to be involved in something because you po- you couldn't possibly miss out. You couldn't possibly be the odd person out, which is not true. But you feel like you're the odd person out that's not participating and hasn't and it doesn't have any sort of tie or attachment to what has happened. You won't know the inside jokes. You won't know uh, what actually went down. You won't know if it actually went as good as people are saying. You'll know all the gossip, the inside track. It's unnecessary. It's a lot of work. I feel like I, I went, definitely went through a little bit, little bit of this for me, you know? I didn't want to miss out on parties and people getting together, even though I really didn't look forward to going to them. Or these group gatherings or whatever, someone's house. I was just like, ugh. I'm just doing it so I can say I was a part of it. I'm just doing it because I don't want to miss out. I don't want to be the only person that's like, oh, yeah, no, I didn't go. And they're like, oh, my gosh, why didn't you go? And then it's like, well, maybe you weren't invited. And you're like, no, I was invited. I just chose not to go. And they're like, oh, that's a bold move. Why wouldn't you go? And Or you missed out on so much stuff, right? There can be some shame involved. So it's important to realize that, you know, you can just miss out on a lot of stuff and it'll be fine. You'll still live your life and it'll still be great. And maybe you can't share those inside jokes, but are they really that important? Are they really that necessary? No, they're not. They're fun. They're nice, but they're not necessary. So, yeah. You're staying busy because you're afraid you'll miss out on something if you're not involved? Well, you have to find yourself not being so clingy and needy to be a part of everything, to feel like you're worth something. You're worth something sitting on your couch at home watching Netflix with a bowl of popcorn, your feet propped up, your dog on your lap, your kitty cat, whatever, by your side, that'd be me. <laughs> One animal on each side. Just chill up, post it up in front of the TV, and you're great. You're amazing. You're still worthy of everything that other people are. The only difference there is that you are not chasing after it. So these are questions to, this is a question to pose to yourself. Why are you staying busy? Be honest with yourself. And then maybe it could be one of these five things that I just mentioned, and I can help you lead yourself to understand why I'm doing this and what it means and how we can shift away from it. So just consider that. A lot of us stay busy for whatever reasons. Maybe we're real busy, like for real for reals, or do it on purpose. Either way, figure it out. 
so you better understand yourself and dive deeper into self-awareness. But that's all I have for you today. So thank you so much for listening to the Real Positive Girl Podcast. Again, with me, Sabrina. Check the show notes for everything I talked about, which is finding me on social media, sending an email, submitting anonymous ventings, anonymous topic suggestions, RSVPing for the planner, signing up for the weekly newsletter, and also uh, joining the like text community where you can just, you can text me, I can text you, I can text everyone and it'd be kind of cool. So until next time, thank you so much for listening, downloading, sharing the show. You guys are amazing. Absolutely amazing. But until next time, have a good one and I will see you all next time. Bye you guys.